Spoilers, uh, I chose Face Off. I won trivia last week. We've got a full house here, it looks yeah. like. How's it yeah. going, everybody? No Stevie, though. No Stevie. Uh, we got we a newcomer. Miss him very much. You should mention the newcomer. Hello? Young Jared. <laughs> Young Jared, he'll be uh, researching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Research. long Triforce is here. Oldest, eldest, maturest, Josh... The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> the final boss. Jordan, who you may know as the person who has the same birthday as Dan Fart. And then our youngest brother, Jared. He's going to help us with some stats. Yeah, I'll do my best. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> 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 Alright, check yourself. Okay. Uh, first impressions. Pat? My first time seeing Face Off. I was very surprised <laughs> by it. Uh, I don't know. Nicolas Cage is pretty great. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, Better than John Travolta. How far into the movie, though? I, Depending I really on... <laughs> yeah. I lost track of who is who. It blended into one character. Yeah, uh, I guess this movie can get pretty difficult to follow uh, because we are dealing with a actual face swap situation <laughs> so the <laughs> motives of each character are kind of like the complete opposite of what like they I, look yeah, like yeah of who they look like it's like looking in a mirror only not at one point in the movie jordan looked at me and he goes wait are they trading consciousness it's <laughs> <laughs> like what so I guess, yeah. That's we'll, sort of what happened, though, yeah. They trade everything but the brains. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the, the hip meat yeah. and, like, the the hairline. They say the, the same the height, which the is love really not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the opening scene of this movie, uh, we get a, uh, a black screen with a title that just says, A John Woo Film. So it's a pretty... Classic John Woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's off Jared, to a great what else, start. What else is John Woo directed? I'll get back to this. We all saw the opening scene. Uh, it was a ridiculous airplane chase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. That took place on the ground. And uh, an airplane is hijacked by Caster Troy, played by Nicolas Cage. And uh, For we, most of the movie. For most of the movie, yeah. Uh, so uh, what else kind of happens? I mean, we so we get our first Cage face kind of here and it's a big shrug and i'm sure that will be featured on <laughs> our fucking instagram no dude hold on embarrassing second. fashion but he like kills a he's little had, kid he's and... had two gropes before the plane face, oh yeah and, and like a, it killed kid like a crazy nick cage orgasm face well that first like whole scene is like <laughs> it's got these super muted colors and it's got like <laughs> john travolta's kid getting shot you were heart. like, what filter is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a Zack Snyder stupid Justice League film. And while Nick Cage is lining up this shot, he's sipping on a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> straw hanging out of his mouth. It's just like a straw hanging out of his mouth. This child murder. Coca-Cola. When you want to kill your kid. <laughs> Such a weird scene. Uh, but yeah, well, Nicholas Cage. I do now have an answer. Um, I would just like to say that John Hulu's movies, the first one that came up was the thriller that is Face Off. 
So that must be Classic one of the most killer. popular. Number one of the things. There's also a movie called The Killer, Red Cliff, also Mission Impossible 2. Um, apparently not Mission Impossible 1, though. Yeah, he'll get a Star Wars movie someday. He sucks, dude. <laughs> the directing of this movie was terrible. Piss poor. Piss poor. Well, you like the editing, though. No, it made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, all the cuts. Like, especially in the last act. But, like, in that first scene, you get, like, John Travolta's kid getting shot through the heart via John Travolta. And then there's, like, a scene with Nick Cage. He's a priest. He's, like, rocking out hardcore. He's, yeah, he's, uh... This is his opening scene, and he's kind of... I don't know why he's dressed up as a priest, but he's walked in on this choir, and then he ropes one of the choir singers. He's like Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off, plus sexual assault. It was very odd. I never really enjoy the Messiah. In fact, I think it's fucking boring. But your voice makes even a hack like him. <laughs> Seem like a genius. Castro Troy is, I guess, a, <laughs> a super criminal, eccentric super criminal. Uh, he's pretty much a pervert and the arch nemesis of John Travolta. By the time we get to the airplane scene, <laughs> Castro <laughs> Troy has sexually assaulted like three ladies at this point. You know, I can. Uh... Eat a peach for hours. They want to eat a peach. <laughs> he sexually assaults and then he shoots her and shoves her out of a moving plane. That's the shrug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like an FBI agent, right? Or an yeah, she was. Uh, she was a inside agent, uh, a double agent uh, working on the inside, and uh, Caster Troy shoots her in the back and throws her out of the plane, and she gets run over like a virtual, <laughs> an actual rag doll. Just flopping around on the runway. This plane crashes into the uh, airplane hangar. Caster Troy and John Travolta kind of have a shootout. Caster, your time's up. <laughs> well, you better hit me, Sean, because you only got one bullet left. So do you. Wow. We've got something in common. We both know our guns. What we don't have in common is that I don't care if I live. You do. Sean, that hurts. You're not having any fun, are you, Sean? Face. <laughs> yeah, they finally Their first. <laughs> Their face. The first of many. I mean, we, we all noted, like, oh my gosh, this is the first opening scene, and it was like a 20 minute gun battle. So many sparks. So, so many, many cuts. Sparks. Yeah. And weird angles. It was over the top. It was too much as it, it was. Yeah, it was like a lame attempt at a Matrix movie. And uh, there was just kind of John Travolta and Nick Cage kind of flying through the air, jumping and shooting at each other. Jumping. <laughs> it's like neither of these guys can jump in real life, so it was pretty ridiculous. Well, I'm not, I'm not a big gun guy, and I think anyone is on this podcast, but like the weird gun, like golden gun that, that Nicholas Cage is <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie is like so strange. It looks, it looks supernatural. He's, he's, <laughs> he's dual wielding. Yeah. Looks like out of, a, guns. out of a crate that he paid extra for. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that crate, he had like the golden guns, some chiclets, some Every free time, rolls, yeah. and like what else? What else was in there? 
Sunglasses, for sure. We are not promoting microtransactions, please. Shut the fuck up. You watch your fucking mouth! Yeah, golden easy. Loot box guns. But Travolta kind of... Kicks Travolta kicks uh, Nick Cage into a uh, running jet engine, a lone jet engine that no just <laughs> happens to be on in the air hangar. Uh, and the his face en- stayed on. With no consequence to it. No, yeah. his face did stay on. Then Nick Cage goes flying through the air and like lands up against a grate and uh, is knocked unconscious. And uh, the next scene, uh, we we see Pollux. <laughs> His Nick Cage's brother. Uh, do one of you guys want to describe Pollux and his? Who played him? Tate, look it up. Gotcha. Young Jared. Because I think he was in other shit too, but he he's kind of like this. Like he's the whole MacGuffin of like the first act, right? Because he knows where the bombs planted, which is why the whole face off takes place in the first place. <laughs> that is why they take their faces yeah. off. <laughs> he's like the the younger brother who's like socially kind of an et and Nick Cage is like leading him as far as like how to live everyday life as far down to like tying his shoes but he's very surprisingly suspicious too because mm. he doesn't trust well that's later seeing his own brother <laughs> that's later though and like he's very you know he he builds a bomb and he calls it art and it can like blow up. It's basically like a new. It's a weapon of mass destruction. Is what it is. Do we know yeah. anything else? Yeah, yeah he is uh, played by Alessandro Nivola. Oh, he's definitely in a in a uh, James Bond, isn't he? Um, Friend of the pod. The he's in he's in uh, Goldeneye. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Jurassic Park three. Is he Boris in Goldeneye? <laughs> um, American Hustle as well. Mm. How does he talk though? Do you remember his cadence? I thought that was pretty... <laughs> well, I guess we'll just play a clip. Uh, well, yeah, like we said, Pollux is kind of the the brains behind the operation. And uh, Castor at this point is in the hospital in a coma. And the plan is for Travolta, Agent Archer, to swap faces with Castor Troy, Nick Cage, and... This is where things get a little <laughs> crazy because uh, there's like scenes leading up to the face swap that <laughs> indicate that John Travolta has a way of communicating with his family in a way that they'll recognize uh, without saying so much. Oh, words. you mean when he, <laughs> when he when he wipes yeah. his hand on his nose <laughs> when, <and> yeah. face? <laughs> when he uh, takes his greasy chicken hands, and, <laughs> <laughs> his pat pants, <laughs> and sanitizes his hands on. He their puts faces. his entire palm on their face and wipes downward. It's like ET, but like ten times more gross. Yeah. How many times in the movie? Like twelve or fifteen times. Yeah. He's rubbing his hand on someone else's face. It's like he's reading Wait. Braille on their face. Extremely <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable. Gross. Yeah. But uh, Happy, I feel like it's really his home for you. Can you go into this a little bit, or? Well, yeah. Everyone knows Pat pants. I have the grossest <laughs> hands. <laughs> They're clammy and stinky. <laughs> Not nice. You know, to touch them or hold them or shit. <laughs> And to, and to rub them on someone's face would be a crime. <laughs> and so when I see like John Travolta doing it, it's just like, is this like some weird Scientology thing? Is it some weird like gross 
Are there a thing? Like, I don't it, know. Let's be a little more tolerant than that. Well. Just ripping on Scientology. <laughs> no, don't you do, do dare touch me. I just tried to do it to Josh. So, it out. so there you go. He's taking out the Thetans. It's okay. Yeah, but this this one scene, I guess, uh, kind of is extra ex- exposition towards the end of the movie. That'll be important later on. Well, hold on a second. Did this not remind you of a recent movie that we did? Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed goes undercover, and his boss, who knows, gets murdered and like kicked out. It's kind of like I don't know. Does that remind you of that movie at all? Why does Why does Face Off suck at it? <laughs> Trust me, I don't know. There's definitely no face swapping, ridiculous medical science going on in The Departed, so it's yeah. much more grounded. <laughs> and, and, and no point in The Departed is like Leo trying to be Matt Damon, or is Matt Damon trying to be Leo? Like, they're just in this moles. movie, they're that... trying to like play parodies of each other. Oh, but they were kind of. Though. No, they're playing like characters on like, opposite trajectories. The Departed is also a face off. Well. I can't deny that. <laughs> I mean, I mean we've, we've also done another movie that is sort of a face-off and also has oh. someone in drag in the Missouri Breaks. I mean, we do have... Jagger. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole point of the operation is to get uh, Travolta to get information from Pollux. Uh, Caster Troy, who is now... John Travolta. John Travolta is turned into Caster Troy, wakes up from a coma, and uh, out of nowhere, just like freaks out on the doctors. What's this about? Dr. Walsh! I was just uh, enjoying some of your greatest hits here. Oh, oh, I hope you don't mind. I I partook in your groovy groovy painkillers. You know, this is fabulous work. This is, this is, oh. (laughs) Bravo! (laughs) Bra fucking bo. Oh god, this is excellent. Bravo. Bravo. What do you want? Take one goddamn guess. What is now Caster Troy, played by John Travolta, just walks out of that medical facility and assembles his crew <laughs> so easily, <laughs> right? No. He got his crew to kidnap the doctor to perform the to surgery. To do the face thing, yeah, but that's not that's not less egregious. He did that pretty cleanly, right? Right. And then, like, this is all like this whole like first hour of the movie is just the, the bombs underneath the LA Convention Center, and both characters end up like yeah. trying to solve that problem at some but point. One of the funniest things when we were watching the movie was when. They're talking John Travolta into actually doing the face-off scenario. <laughs> and they're like, you're the only one that can do it. And Pappy and Jordan especially were like, why? Why is he the only one? <laughs> if they're going to switch faces, couldn't a bevy of middle-aged white males be the one? Well, that's answered because the only two other cops who know about it are black. <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> They keep saying, like, you've, you've lived and breathed this guy for the last well, six no. months. It's like the, that peer and the superior are like, yeah, like, you're going to go against your cop. Like, no one else above us will know this. No one else, like, next to us will know this. It's like the three of them, John Travolta and these two black cops. So it's like... <coughs> and not to get too ahead of the yeah. plot, but, like, 
we find out later that they have about the same size penis too. <laughs> so they explain everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess the premise is because they both know each other. I guess on some personal level, they've been hunting each other. I guess so. They they have a good uh, rapport with each other, uh, but. You described it as like a Batman Joker relationship, it's, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like a Batman movie because uh, they're literally arch nemesis of each other. They know each other's secrets and stuff like that and how to get at each other. So it's really over the top. As soon as uh, Cage, who is now turned into Travolta, gets his <laughs> face put <laughs> on to Cage, he, uh, yep. he assembles yeah. his crew. <laughs> Someone pitched this in a writing room. The pitch was, I can get two Nicolas Cage's in one movie. <laughs> uh, but as soon as he gets his face put on, he makes a beeline to go bang John Travolta's wife. Uh, there's also a weird scene with his daughter. Does anybody want to describe that scene? Seems like you're... Jordan. Why? <laughs> no. I, I do not wish this scene. <laughs> you don't have to. It's a uh, pretty. That's like some like cigarette smoking scene, right? Like, yeah. Uh, he walks in and it's like, "Daddy's got a brand new bag," yeah. is what he says. We're just playing in the background. It's too. very. Comedy. I guess this is what his daughter listens to is old James Brown. Old He's James like, Brown. Yeah. Uh, He's like a rebel smoking cigarettes. <laughs> James Brown from the 60s. Yeah. Like, but uh. There's just an awkward tension in the room during the scene, and I think it's blatantly done on purpose. And it just makes for a really weird scene with Cage pretending to be Travolta with Travolta's daughter. And it comes off really creepy. Incestuous. I feel like yeah. they share a scene is one of the more powerful scenes. It's, it's, like, it's meant to be like erotic. It's like a weird... It's a weird scene. It's very uncomfortable. John Travolta is like a mob boss who's used to like getting tail from like all corners of the earth. I guess we're meant to believe. Like he's paying for it here. He's like he's sexually assaulting people on a whim. So yeah, I think he sees like an attractive young lady and he doesn't really care that she thinks of him as a father. So it's really creepy. Uh, after that, we get Cage, who is disguised as Travolta. He's disarming a bomb that originally Nick Cage, Cassie Troy, had set in the L.A. Convention Center. And uh, he disarms it, and this whole time Travolta is doing like a really good Nick Cage impression because that's kind of like the premise of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're like 45 minutes in at this point like yeah this is like still I feel like it's still the first act this movie <laughs> great, we all watch it together which is kind of interesting for spoilers we don't normally do that but this movie graded on us and at this point we're 45 minutes in like we've just established that we've switched bodies yeah like, it's just getting good but we're already an hour in the goddamn sorry gosh darn movie just long <laughs> but the boots came around it around this time too right because like this is another futuristic boots another <laughs> plot point that never really paid off for me boots yeah John Travolta who is Nick Cage 
<laughs> uh, is in a supermax prison, and uh, I guess the premise of this prison is everybody has mag boots, which like stick to the ground and they can pretty much control. That's about like, like, they track everybody. Yeah. Boots too, and, like left, foot, right, foot, down. Yeah, it's like a fine friends. But with boots that you can <laughs> stick to the ground anywhere, so it's like a super corrupt prison. Yeah, uh, I'm getting confused here. I think it's uh, Travolta as Nick Cage is getting information from the inside uh, from his brother and other people, and uh, I guess he starts one too many prison riots, and uh, he's about to get electrocuted and manages to escape. Well, I was yelling, like, this is one flu over the cuckoo's nest. They're trying to do, like, some electroshock therapy on him. Lobotomy. Yeah. And the big Indian, like, throws a sink through everything. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Uh, we get a pretty crazy prison riot scene. Uh, there was, I think this is the first real big laugh we had of the movie, was uh, a prison mm-hmm. guard gets shot in the rafters and kind of makes a pretty crazy... Scream as he's falling down. We'll have to cut to that. It wasn't quite a Wilhelm. It was less cool. It, it sounded <laughs> like Alien. It sounded like a monster. It if you listen like back to it, we'll play the clip. But uh, there's another. Uh, How are we gonna find that clip? Search shitty SFX from face off screen. <laughs> Uh, but there's also the shootout scene. It's like half the movie. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage throws a uh, barrel of like liquid nitrogen and shoots it in that air, <laughs> and uh, it explodes and kills two more cops. Oh, uh, Jaws! <laughs> <laughs> Jaws will get brought air, up later. Yeah. Jaws will get brought up later in the movie. Uh, it's a very original. <laughs> film. Uh, Nick Cage gets to the roof. Uh, the roof of this supermax prison, which turns out to just be an oil rig in the middle of the ocean, uh, he gets in a, <laughs> he gets chased down by a helicopter and he escapes by jumping into the ocean. Assumed dead. Assumed dead. No body found. So the FBI, at their laziest, just assumes he was dead. <laughs> uh, so now, Cage, who is Travolta, is at the FBI headquarters and uh, he's looking for Cage's body after he just escaped. Uh, he kind of has a interesting conversation with his uh, with his employees. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he kind of berates them. Do you know what they say? Do you know what he says to them, Patty? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. He says, "Do you touch their face at some point?" Recall. What is <laughs> the the people that he's working with? He's like asking, okay, where's Caster Troy's body? And they're like, oh, he's dead. And he's like, well, how do you know he's dead? Well, we didn't find a body. Oh, he's just like, taking a plank out of their ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and then he totally blows up on, on them for being uh, just lazy, I guess. And uh, Cage, Cage is going to Caster's hideout to try and find him. Um, his plan is to kill Archer and, like... We're at a minute 22 into this movie now, and Face Off... An hour 22, not a minute. Yeah, an hour 22. And then uh, an hour 22 into this movie, and they finally say Face Off. And they say it like 10 times in a row. 
I'd like to take his his face off. They finally say it like they needed to say it. Yeah. Let it be known, it was just Nicolas Cage who said, I want to take his face off. Oh. And like, oh. okay, Mikey Pretty talked sure about what... twice? The, he did say it twice. Oh. And Mikey talked earlier about how the premise of this movie and what that is, like, it is Nick Cage doing a John Travolta impression. <laughs> and John Travolta doing a Nick Cage impression the whole movie. And they're both bad at it. Well... I think I, I, I'm not a big fan of Nick Cage, but I would say Nick Cage is doing a much better job acting than John Travolta is in this movie. He's way more captivating. I don't know. I don't know if these guys were in on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but well, Nick Cage like really grabs my eye. He's hilarious. The thing is, Nick Cage plays both people. He plays John Travolta's. He has all of John Travolta's traits, which. Pap said while we were watching it is just a giant pussy and he's just really <laughs> meek and kind of crying the whole time as Nick Cage <laughs> and then when uh, he finally has to start acting like Nick Cage to pull off this gathering of information to get insider information he has to act like Nick Cage and so we get Nick Cage Nick Cage and then we get John Travolta <laughs> acting as Nick Cage well, Which is much any, more interesting. Yeah, would anyone say that John Travolta did a better job acting in this movie than Nick Cage? I this think they faced off movie. against each other. Who would you Who would you pick, though? Is anyone taking John Travolta in this no. movie over Nick Cage? I, and I think that if you had to think back on it, like, who's the good guy? It's really Nick Cage. He plays the good guy for the majority of the film, and you're with him, I think. But he also establishes who the bad guy is, which is like an over-the-top crazy psychopath yeah so he kind of gets the best of yeah. both worlds there yeah john can, travolta can I, is just i mean i agree with you about john travolta in this film but can i pose a question here are we sure that he is a good actor no he's i don't because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that he is i can't think of a single role that i actually like him in he's Jared, a good actor was, for a what movie was he in before face off what was the last Greece, movie probably he sucks no Greece is old phenomenon i think the last one after this was like battlefield earth or something and that was like the and biggest you answered your own question flop of all time he was like writing his like his like research he has something like peaks and valleys this is like a 90s like early peak like this whole fiction battlefield earth. <laughs> <laughs> just down tanked right. yeah uh pappy is right battlefield earth is pretty much the next notable movie of john Chipotle. what Chipotle about what about before that Oh, just just Pulp Fiction, right? probably. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much And then Grease. He's not good. <laughs> He's just not. Grease is insanely popular. Pulp Fiction is one of the best movies ever. But the thing of it is, like, Cage, is, low point. Cage is such a joke to us, right? Like, we don't take Nick Cage. Well, you said something He's interesting. A walking meme. You said that Nick Cage uh, just thinks he's the shit. I no, I think every time a camera is pointed at Nick Cage, he thinks he's the most important person in the world. Which and isn't a bad thing. Because I said, isn't that what Bill Murray does, who we all love? I don't think Nick Cage is as charming. <laughs> That's his problem. He's not charming. He's kind of a dick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Travolta, who is Nick Cage, uh, is at Cage is hideout, out. <laughs> and uh, they end up having a slow-mo shootout with cops. Uh, 
you get a slow-mo montage with somewhere over the rainbow playing uh travolta ends up travolta as cage shoots <laughs> his friend is it his friend or his the, the woman he has a child with actual boyfriend he shoots him in the neck and kills him which was like his friend before he swapped faces yeah, he was just trying to kill, like, the kid or Nick Cage, who's John Travolta. I don't know. It was like a funhouse mirror, and he, like, shot, and that bald dude died. Yeah. That's supposed to be some kind of, like, hierarchy of morality, where, like... Yeah, right. like, Nick Cage, like, isn't keep killing people once he's playing John Travolta. Yeah, you know he's, like, I mean? batman in it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Caster Troy, who is now John Travolta, is just, like, a psycho. Caster no. Troy. No scruples about killing anybody. Uh, it's revealed that the the kid in this scene is uh, Nick Cage's son in real life. Uh, John Travolta's character knows this, but Nick Cage, I guess, doesn't. I guess this is... I don't know if they mentioned it before, but I guess he's finding out for the first time. It's really shooting. It's yeah, right it's... It's basically like Forrest Gump. His name's Forrest. Just like his father. (laughs) Except now it's Nicolas Cage with his face on. This was an episode I was on about. Do you feel like some girls didn't eat that? Yeah, because like their their personal lives have been intertwined so closely. Yeah. This movie Uh, wants to be a lot of different cop movies mashed into one. And it takes like all of the most stylistic points of it and just kind of goes crazy with it. Does it does it work as a parody? Like I know we like we all kind of like we're shit. Or a B movie. If, if if this movie was a goof, Jordan, does it make it better or not? I think if it was a B movie and a goof, and yes, it it could work, but it's very. I mean, I think it's pretty self-serious, I guess. Like, it's very, like, into its own shit. And so I, I don't know if, like, you guys agree, but... But, I mean, we watched some movies, and that's kind of how, like, a B-movie series starts. Is that it's usually thinks it's cool, and then takes fan reaction and realizes, oh, this works way better. And it's like, it's a very comedy. Show. Yeah, I think everyone who watches this movie now is watching it as a no one's like, I'm ready to watch this like great action. So what, drama. what were the expectations of you guys coming in? Because I knew that was what you should be looking towards, and we were like laughing a lot. We we're saying this is a terrible movie, but we were laughing a okay, lot. So we did laugh a lot, but I've never seen a movie that I think Nicolas Cage is good in. There's a lot of Adaptation. controversy about like if you've seen this movie before, that you and Josh had a little round. Before we started this podcast, but well, yeah, Josh was claimed, there a double feature? Josh claimed that I had seen this movie before, and I think that was false. Uh, I think I would. What movie? What year did this movie come out? Nineteen ninety-seven. Nice. Jared. <laughs> so I would have been in seventh grade, and you would have been in first grade. Our parents took us to a double feature at <laughs> the drive-in, and we watched this, possibly the seminal classic Powder. <laughs> Why was Jordan at this double? <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. 
I mean, you first grade. Out of first grade. Oh, I think I'm remembering this. I think we saw a Powder Phenomenon, another John Travolta. Yeah. Okay. I gotta say, Jordan, this is a rare time where you're right. I don't think we saw this at the drive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. It's, it's over. It's done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Travolta and Cage have a show, uh, showdown between two mirrors. Uh, this is kind of like an interesting scene where they both realize that they could shoot themselves by looking in the mirror. Uh, kind of, <laughs> it's, it's like three layers deep at that point. Um, layers. Cage ends up swinging around on top of the roof. <laughs> yeah, uh, he swings around on top of the roof and ends up kicking. Pollock's the brother through the roof and uh, he dies. Um, and then uh, we get a scene with Travolta killing an FBI director and kind of judo chops him. Uh, Cage reveals himself to his wife as Archer um, and tells Archer's wife that the only way to prove <laughs> that he is Travolta is uh, with a blood test. Yeah. So, uh... How did she not know when they had sex multiple times? I mentioned that earlier, but... I mean, is that a fair thing to bring up here? I... If we really want to get into it, I think it's kind of, like, wishful thinking. Because he's way more romantic and, like, into it. Like... So she, because, like, it's, it's been established that, like, who, John Travolta is a kind of, like, an absentee husband. You know what I mean? Like, he's not... He's gone all the time for work. And then Caster Troy shows up, he's just like a horn dog. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna light 5,000 candles not, in your house. He's a sadistic horn dog. banging up the ass. Yeah. He can have like... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, you summed it up. Well. <laughs> well done. Uh, the wife gets a blood you sample. Do, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of all the women he could have had, he purposely wanted to have sex with John Travolta. Who's being played by Nick Cage? Yes. So we have to say it like that <laughs> yeah. every time. I'm so sorry. If you're staying with us. The face swipe. Uh, the wife kind of takes his test, analyzes it, and it comes back positive that uh, that Cage isn't lying. Who is Travolta? Um, the plot kind of moves along pretty quickly here. Uh, we get a kind of heading into the final showdown. I even think they say in the plot thickens at some <laughs> point. <laughs> no, that was just when John Travolta sees his daughter. And, and the plot. Yeah, that was disgusting. That was during the bad part. Uh, so yeah, we kind of moved. <laughs> that was during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of move farther along and, uh, this final act is the church shootout. Uh, it ends up with a Mexican standoff with just about everybody in the entire movie. Uh, what kind of happens here? I mean, this is like the fourth huge gun battle. <laughs> and it can't just be a single gun battle in like one warehouse. It starts like in a warehouse, moves to a street, and then they're on boats. And I kept saying to everyone... <laughs> hey, they're going to be on boats before the end of this movie. And everyone was like, nah, dude, nah, you're just playing. And I was like, no, seriously, there's <laughs> boats. <laughs> Jared, hey, 
Stat boy, did I say there'd be boats? You did say there would be boats. <laughs> okay, but like to your point wow. though, like what it's my whole problem with the movie, like there's so many like quick cuts where like another guy's up with a gun, and another guy's up with a gun, another guy's up with a gun. We're mm-hmm. like look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's three people with three guns and there's like super long, super patient, super wide shots that establish like the stakes, like the good, the bad, and the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Having 12 people with 12 guns and like 30 cuts a second doesn't make it more dramatic. It makes it confusing to watch. I think you're forgetting about the unlimited bullets, though. Well, that made it real exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a crazy shootout. There's a crazy shootout, and uh, Travolta ends up stealing a boat, and uh, he blows up a pier. Uh... <laughs> They're facing off against each other in boats, like ramming them against yeah. each other. There's like gas and oil it's leaking. Silly. It's silly, right? Like it's over the top. They're flying all through this, uh, was it canal or whatever, and just destroying everything, public property everywhere. And uh, they come up onto this police boat, and they're both shooting at each other. They somehow manage to kill all of the cops on the police boat. <laughs> uh, no, John. <laughs> John Travolta, who is Nick Cage. shoots all the cops like nine cops on a SWAT team on a boat he just like rips them all apart and they're just dead and then he goes back to trying to fire at Nick Cage who's actually John Travolta and they just keep missing each other the whole movie yeah Uh, the the real Travolta uh, (laughs) flies, flies straight through the middle of the police boat it explodes uh Travolta's boat goes flying. It's on fire. Uh, Travolta jumps into Cage's boat. Uh, they kind of wrestle it out. Um, that boat goes flying through the air once it hits a, a dune or a sand beach or whatever. And uh, they both go flying onto the beach. And uh, what kind of happens in this last scene? One thing I remember is that John Travolta, who's the bad guy at this point, gets the daughter, and he has a gun to her head, and she has she like takes a switch knife, and it's a trick that he had taught her earlier, like the bad guy, and he because like he has like a moment of altruism where he's like trying to help his surrogate daughter, and she takes a switchblade and like stabs him in the thigh and twists it, and then there's kind of like a callback to that at the very end too, when Nick Cage has the harpoon. How did, how did that work? I don't know, because it's like cutting between, like, they show the harpoon, they pull out. They show, like, the trigger of the harpoon, and they <laughs> yeah. pull out. They He's show, holding like, the... Travolta catches the harpoon. Back mid- out, back in, back out. It's just so, there. like, it's just so silly. Like, it's not like, you can't take this seriously. It's so hard to watch. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's supposed to be violent, but it won't fucking enjoy I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> this is like a time that I was like very much. Uh, yeah, we've had enough enough quick cuts here, and it should be wrapped up by now. <laughs> this no, is, it it was long. It was long. There's like another ten minutes after Travolta gets shot in the gut. Uh, Travolta, who is caged, gets shot in the gut. Uh, he is killed. Um, he's kind of pinned to the pier. Uh, they make it look a little Jesus-like. Christ-like character? I, I mean, it's John Travolta who's Nick Cage. And it's John Travolta. Right? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Clear as mud. <laughs> uh, Travolta ends up getting his face back, um, and then <clears throat> for the first time in two months, he goes back to his wife and they successfully perform coitus. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they get a. He's there though. <laughs> We're yeah. in a date night fizzle once again. Uh, and then you finally get one more circle jerk of face swipe, face swipes, uh, <laughs> all confirming each other's identities. And uh, that's pretty much it. Is there anything else that I'm forgetting that you'd like to mention, Mikey? I mean, you picked this. Did you pick it as a goof? Do you think it's a good no, movie? Or I, do, you, I agree. do you think it's a goof of a movie? Okay, honestly, I had no idea how long the runtime was. Yeah, sorry, follow up question. Do you think the people in this movie thought it was a goof? John Woo was taking this movie 100% seriously. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Right of the pod. John Woo is, uh, he's. A Chinese, he's like a kung fu director. He's over the top. It's, it's kind of like a kung fu, a bad kung fu movie, if you've seen any of those. And it's just way over the top. It's way too long. It's lots of slow mos. It's super stylized. It's just. But the stylization is not like eye grabbing. It doesn't even no, feel artistic, to be honest. It's just like. It's a it B movie. Yeah. yeah. No, it feels so silly. That's my whole thing. Like, but these are like yeah. actors it, in it their prime. It feels like Bloodsport. We watched Bloodsport, and it's obviously a joke, and it feels like Bloodsport. But Bloodsport felt felt like they took all this footage and they're like, it's an hour and twenty nine and a half minute movie because yeah. that's as long as no, we can make sure. it. This one was like, no, this is like good shit, and we want to show you more. And, Go to Jared on the couch. Jared, what you, is this your first experience? Yeah, this is his first experience. With, Jared, uh, leave, leave with the fucking in. Get I, in the fucking microphone. I, <laughs> I would just say there, there are two things. I think there are two comments that Mikey made during the entire movie. One of them beforehand was, you guys don't know what to expect right now. Which, 100% true. Um, and I would also say, probably about three quarters into the movie, Mikey said that... Uh, this movie is so good because you get two doses of Nicolas Cage. And I also think it's <laughs> entirely true. So those Just my, like adaptation. Those were my two add. takeaways, I would say. Yeah, I know it's a bad movie. I chose it because I figured you guys had seen That's it and fair. knew it was also I've a never bad seen movie. It, yeah. I don't know. You've seen it. I know Stevie's seen it. I figured a lot of people have seen this movie. May I he mean, rest in peace. <laughs> Pour one out. Yeah. Stevie's that ain't here. It's a bad movie. I totally would not have chosen it if I had known the runtime. Uh, <laughs> because that was just crazy. Is that an apology? No, I mean, I was laughing the entire time. I enjoy this movie because it's so bad. So I guess if we're going to do yes and no's, I'm going to go yes. A hard yes. You got to see it once. You don't have to enjoy it, but it's so stupid. It's funny. Jared? Stat boy. I'm gonna have to give this one a yes as well. I think Ooh. it is uh I think it I think it's worth a shot one time. Uh man, like I said it before I'll say it again, all it depends on your expect- expectations being a movie. This movie is a goof of a movie. It's a bad movie. 
Yeah, it's a yes. <laughs> I'll give it a yes. It's, it's, it's too long. It is too long. It is too long to be a goof. It's a soft yes. But it's so goofy. <laughs> it's so goofy. I've literally never been more disappointed. Jordan, who's groaned multiple times during the during the watching of the movie. Uh, what do you choose? Uh, old man Jordan here says hard no. Fair play. <laughs> yeah. This Fair movie play. is I would say I would say this movie is at best a waste of time. And it's it it it's just bad. It's real bad. We got a lot of Nick Cage faces where he just like makes a face at the camera, which I don't understand. And Travolta sucks. It's a bad movie, waste of time. Hard, hard. Beagle Martinson. <laughs> Angry boner. <laughs> Red. <laughs> if you're looking for good writing, good screenwriting, like an introspective day, and you like want to watch a movie and get into it and like lose yourself in it, this is not the one. It's not that kind of movie. But if you're with some pals and want to get down with some laughs to a goof movie, <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. We had so many goose gaffs and laughs tonight. Like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage goes <laughs> so up. hard. It's... Did you not have fun, Jordan? I, I could have had more fun. Jordan was standing <laughs> up for the last 20 minutes to try not to fall asleep, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> This movie sucks so bad, but it does suck so bad. And if like, but there, <laughs> we've done a lot of like kind of crappy yeah. B movies, and out of the ones we've done, like Evil Dead and Legend, like this is by far the one that's like funniest and most entertaining for me. Jordan, so. you have to admit you laughed pretty hard multiple times. I could hear you over there, especially Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were cracking up. I was definitely cracking up at the movie because it was so bad, and not because it had a, a, uh, a sense of its own irony. Josh, you're, <laughs> you're about to give this a yes. Whoa, don't put words into my mouth. You are. Is that Go a ahead. question? You Go see, ahead. You seem like so this is a yes for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that I just, I was able to identify so quickly that it was a terrible movie, that you're just kind of allowed to have fun and bask in the shitty Nick Cage for the, the whole show. movie. I hate the show. Well, dude, I mean, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's so silly and stupid. But it's Nick Cage and John Travolta being silly and stupid. You don't get that too And also, we noted that while we're watching this movie, I've never watched a movie with people and said the title of the movie <laughs> so much. <laughs> We're like, every time they looked at each other, like, oh, they're facing off. Oh, this is the face. Oh, they're taking the face off. It's just <laughs> on and on. Uh, so that's what? One, two, three, four yeses and one no. One reluctant no, I guess. It's kind of like no. a emphatic <laughs> no. That's like a, a grape Strong with like no. a little spot on it. Well, you still just a pretty eat it. A pretty ripe grape. Yeah, a grape with maybe like a tiny bruise. Um, so I guess we can cut to spoilers, man. Now I got to think of a trivia question because I was way too busy taking notes to keep track of this movie. Cut to spoilers. 
Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers. All right, welcome back. Uh, trivia is just going to be... It's trivia. <laughs> hey, 2,000 Instagram followers. Hit me up. Found it. Found it. Good job, spoiler man. Keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> it is lit. Uh, we're just going to do prizes right of uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score. So we chose the order ahead of time. It's going to be Jordan, Pat. Of this, of this movie? Yeah, of Face Off. Remember, Justice League got a 40, so that can kind of be your starting ground. So the order is going to be Jordan, Pap, and then Josh. Price is right rules. It's a bonger, yes. Yes. I say 70. What? 70. Uh... Uh, Fuck 71. Fuck you. <laughs> you sandbagging son of a bitch. I'll choose bitch. zero. Alright. The actual retail price of Rotten Tomato score is 92%. What? <laughs> what? This movie is garbage. <laughs> Jordan, oh it looks like you're God. in the wrong. And you have bad taste. <laughs> Keep it zero. Oh, uh, it was just a boy. But you were the op- the, uh, one open no vote. You hated the movie. Yeah, I did. And it deserves a zero. So, Pat, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie so much. <laughs> so much salt. Uh, Pat ends up winning. Uh, do you know what you want to choose? Yep. I'm the uh, the only person to pick an animated movie in the history of spoilers. And I'm the only person to pick a musical in the history of spoilers. So, I combine those loves. We've tweeted this before. Oh. My favorite musical, South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> the next movie we spoil. Fractured the whole. <laughs> All right, uh, that's coming up sometime later this week. We might have a trivia episode later. Working on it. Working, Working on, on it. it. Uh, stay tuned for that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and touch uh, the mic. <laughs> that was spoilers. I cannot believe that shit. How did you choose over that? How did you choose over 70? I chose 71. I thought, I thought it was like 76. I know, but you you chose the over when you took that. I was going to pick like 70. The person who goes first has to get it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you pick zero? Because <laughs> I get zero right, through 69. Zero. And that could be a fair assessment of that movie. That could have gone either way. Yeah, it was four.